I'm a, I, I am a single. I don't, man. I don't. I don't. No kids. Nothing like that. I don't watch these movies. But I watched Moana, and Moana was awesome. If you hear that music, you know what time it is. It is time for the No Instructions Needed podcast. And let me just start this thing off by saying one of the three of us is very good at gambling. Two of the three of us are god-awful and love to lose money instead of get money. And yes, it's the same person that is on absolutely fire, like scorching the earth hot. Right now, just dollar dollar bill, y'all. Like, he is just flashing money like you've never seen. Mr. Big O, we'll get to you in a second because you kind of pissed me off, too, with all the money you're winning. (laughs) How's it going, the Dean? Well, I'll start by saying, as much as I am happy for you, I am a bit jealous as well. And uh, for this podcast tonight, I am a wee bit nervous because uh, there are, in fact, no instructions needed. We have nothing pre-planned, nothing that we have to talk about. So uh, we'll see if we can uh, rift on this bad boy for the next hour or so. Oh, that's, I mean, listen, no, no instructions needed. That's just what we're doing. We're going off the cuff. But, yeah, listen, uh, the heater is real. I never really understood what, what people meant. Like, I never believed someone could go on a heater. But... I've been very fortunate over the last little bit since joining Bet365. Please sponsor us. You know, we've yes. been, well, Dean, our Deaner and uh, Chaps have been donating their money to your services while I have been slowly recouping those things. Uh, it got to the point today where I got a message from them saying, hey, listen, maybe slow down a little bit. You know, you're spending a little bit too much time on the app. And, and I realized that's just them not wanting me to take their money anymore. I did have to take a break today put the app down i stopped betting but uh we're gonna see how long we can run this for and then we might just have to shut it off because i might just own the business by this time next year so we'll have to wait and see i'm betting on an esport game right now fifa and <laughs> like i will throw i've been throwing all these bets on fifa because it is if you want to do something completely like just out of left field gamble on esports. It is so much fun because the games end in eight minutes and it's just a crapshoot. Like they have all the odds on there too. Like, oh, this guy's a minus 500 favorite. This guy's plus 330. And it's like, oh, okay, I'll bet like 50 bucks on the minus 200 guy because like that's pretty much a guaranteed win. And then the other motherfucker. I like this guy. You start like getting into your head. You're like, yeah, this makes sense. Okay, I can see that. He's a favorite. You know, his name's Ar- he has Arsenal and his tag name's Big Bad Boy. He's obviously a big bad boy. You know, let's go. He's playing Liverpool and this guy's name Little Little Dickhead or whatever. And then Little Dickhead blows Big Bad Boy out of the water and I'm down 50 bucks. Like it's insane. It's just Esports are so it's so much fun. It's just so much fun. You Google the name of that kid and he's like 14 years old (laughs) from God knows where. Yeah, I can't I can't bet on esports on my particular app. So I gotta live through you guys. How is a game eight minutes long? Like a FIFA game? Do they actually just do four minute halves or something like that? It's all it's just like how like the NHL games used to be with their 20 minute periods or whatever, but if it's five minutes a period, it just goes really fast, right? So like yeah, it's forty. It's it's four minute halves. 
It still says 45 minutes on the clock because, yes, I have now started watching these games. You picked the shit! <laughs> oh, okay. So I hate betting soccer because, I don't know, for whatever reason, like Japs just said, like you can bet on somebody and then all of a sudden it's a giant shit show. I much prefer the NBA because when they do their spreads, even, even in the esports games, when some guys like minus 25 and a half points and the game hasn't started yet, you're like, okay. This guy can mess around and just win me big. I don't, I stopped betting point spread for those games because it is very topsy turvy. I go straight money line and I don't put my faith in these gamers. I have come up with a strategy that has helped me build the bank that I have been able to get to. And that is something that we've talked about in our group chat micro betting. I micro bet the shit out of esports games. And so far, I'm like 96% positive. I've had a couple of rough ones where like just the unforeseen happens, but uh, I try to take advantage of that as much as possible. But yeah, I, I find myself watching the games too and yelling at what probably is like Dean said, like an eight-year-old kid. My bad. <laughs> up, I'm on this Twitch stream. <laughs> you lost me five grand. I you, epic you suck. <laughs> Go back to school. No, man. Like it's all like Bet three six five must sponsor all these guys, right? Because you just click the click the thing, and there's this little like play button. You click it, and you see them playing. And yes, some yeah. of these guys literally look sixteen. And I just like it's so bad. Like I just threw ten dollars on Arsenal right now. They're playing Tottenham, and I bet oh, on my boy Labotross. <laughs> so let's go Labotross. Like it, it, it's so fun, man. Oh, it's hard. Yes. <laughs> Ten bucks. Oh man! What's what's the largest bet you guys have put have put down in a single game? Oh, my parents listen to this. I gotta be careful. Uh, (laughs) I I bet four grand on uh, on the on a game once in the NFL. It was uh, it was this season, I think. It was yeah, it was this season. I put everything I had and I bet it on one game. Did you win? Yeah, I won. Yeah, it was a, it was oh, a huge. Th- it was a favorite. I think it was the Ravens. So it was two years ago, I think, when the Ravens were kind of rolling everybody. They were like minus like four hundred on the game or something like that. I dropped four grand on it. But that's wow. just winning. So everyone listen to this. Everyone calm down. That's just the winnings from the year. Dropped it and then they won and adios. All in. Uh, I I haven't spent that much. Like maybe like a hundred bucks. Nothing. Nothing crazy. Nothing that I would cry about if i lost yeah i i am at the casino and i put like a hundred bucks on the spin like my heart gets a pump in like i can't do the high stakes because when i lose i'm like ah oh, crap obviously two hours later i don't care about it anymore but in that moment i just kind of feel like a piece of crap and i'm like oh i could use that money for like groceries or something but uh yeah so i i keep it within a certain limit oh man is it a tie game it's a tie game now <laughs> god damn it uh, okay. <laughs> Did now? Did you did you bet to win? Did you bet to tie? Because I bet Arsenal I think, to win. Yeah. See, the problem with soccer is be, is you have three variables, right? Games mm-hmm. can end in ties. Games can end in you know wins and losses. So you've just added another variable into the mix of counting on some twelve year old to win you some money. I just doubled down and rebet it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I believe in you. Oh, this is the man. beginning right here. 
Yeah, this is so. Yeah, they scored. It's two two now, and there's in the end of the first half. So it's a high scoring game. I have a feeling if I had to watch this stream, there wouldn't be much defense being played right now. So I think it's a good chance here. He's plus one eighty seven. Let's go. Let's go. Let's win. The one thing I will say, the one thing I will say, is watching like the basketball and the soccer streams. These guys are really good at what they do. So like, not to take any credit away from the fact that some of them get blown up by thirty, but if you actually watch the game that they're playing and the level of the skill of the game. It's like, they're like the best of the best. Like it is incredible to watch these guys play. And so I enjoy that, but I obviously also enjoy throwing a little bit on and hoping to God that, you know, someone can pull it off. And now I've even tailored my game betting games. I've watched so much and it's the same, like eight guys who play. (laughs) Chaps is up three, two. I won't bet on like the Lakers. I'll bet on like the Celtics because I look at who's got three point shooting. And those three-point shooting teams tend to. I saw. I saw a guy put like forty-plus points up by with Steph Curry just hitting threes because he's basically unguardable. So I mean, listen, you got to find whatever way you get in. Hopefully for Chaps tonight, he can uh, pull out a big W uh, in his soccer bet. I just bet ten bucks. I bet twenty bucks. Like not much money, but just enough to like kind of have fun with. It's. Uh... Are you getting broken into again, or what? What's going on here? No, my my roommate came in. <laughs> oh, nice. Dude, it looked like you were getting like about to get touched. Well, I got my headphones on. I can't hear it. Right? So, you look so I'll, I'll, worried. You, you looked a little sketched out, like someone was trying to touch. Like Slenderman was coming in your door. Oh man, Slenderman, man, those like some of those fairy tales from not fairy tales, like those scare tales. Slenderman, I think, scared me the most. Did you guys hear? Do you, do you guys know any of these tales? No. My my daughter knows about Slender Man, and I didn't know about Slender Man as a kid. I knew about Slender Man when like that movie came out, but like my daughter will be like, "Oh yeah, Slender Man knocked on the door last night, and we sent him away." And I was like, "What are you talking about?" What? She, yeah, yeah. She she loves like Pennywise. She's into all of that scary shit. So it's are it's you good kidding times. me? Your daughter literally said Slender Man touched the door last night. Yeah. 100%. Oh my god! I, I oh <laughs> <laughs> oh that freaks me out. Kids like oh, because it's always kids in the movies, right? It's always these kids. Yeah. Like, like if my daughter said that to me, I would just lose my mind. <laughs> like lose I, I, it. I think it's easier for me because I didn't really know Slenderman growing up, and I only got to see it in my adult life, so it affects me a little bit different. But it scares me that like my daughter knows who Slenderman is or loves Pennywise. Actually, feels bad for Pennywise. She calls him Penny Eyes. Like. Why? She's like, because the, the, the parts of the movie that she's like come across has been when like the boys are like kicking the shit out of Penny Pennywise and like the movie's like, why, why, why are they hitting him? Why? He's a bad clown. This is your yeah, job but she doesn't. Dad. But she's a kid. Like she doesn't. She doesn't get it. Like she you're, just. You're yeah. failing so, as a dad. You got to teach well, him that that kind of clown's a terrible fucking person, <laughs> and it needs to be taught a lesson and kick the shit out of man. Listen, there are times where I think my daughter might grow up to be a serial killer. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> Some of the shit that she says it does. Uh, I'm legitimately worried, but uh, we'll have to wait and see what the middle the middle girl might be the one that grounds my entire family. So just waiting for her to grow up just a little bit and teach my daughter a few things. But oh, yeah, so she's not even four. And that's the, that's the craziest shit right there. She's not even four yet, but apparently Slender Man comes to my backyard, chap. So if you ever want to come over no, for I'm a sleepover, never, buddy. I'm never coming over to your <laughs> you house. sleep over in the living room. No, I might end this podcast right now and never <laughs> fucking talk to you again. That is the <laughs> most terrifying thing in the history of the world. I'm going to get a, like a Slender Man 
picture and just put it up here for our really podcast. No, I, for I, now. I'll, I'll blank your fucking camera. I don't care. Chaps is the host. That is the oh. most terrifying thing in the world. Oh, so was, is it safe to say that was one of like your scariest things like growing up? Like what if you had just picked like the one thing growing up that like really scared the shit out of you? Like what was it? Oh, uh, it was the fact that Tottenham just scored a goal to tie this game. <laughs> uh, I'd say the scariest thing for me, uh, it probably, you know, it, we, I lived on a farm. Okay. So I, I literally lived in the bush. So as dumb as it sounds like car lights, because what, what would happen okay. is like when my, when my parents were gone or whatever, my dad owned the company and our shop was actually at the, was on the farm. So you would see car lights just sitting at the end of the road sometimes. And that's just like people, I don't know what the hell they're doing, but when you seen that, like it just get, it got my stomach going, my heart racing. And the single most terrifying thing is when you're living on the farm and your parents aren't home and a car starts driving down your driveway, that is roughly 400 meters long. And you can see the whole, like the whole time they're driving slowly and they're getting closer and closer. And, we've, and I've had some weird experiences growing up on the farm, person knocking on the door, asking where my parents were and uh, me having like a shotgun beside the door when I was like 12 and just being, hey, yeah, you might want to go away. Uh, so yeah, I'd say, say as dumb as that sounds, like headlights from a distance scared me all the time. But we're just talking movies. It's got to be the ring chick. She was terrified. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that was okay. Me. I like that one. When I was younger, the like fact that like an alien could snatch me up was the one thing that freaked me <laughs> the shit out of me. Uh, I remember one time my mom was dating a guy and he was he wanted to take us to go see Independence Day, Will Smith quality film nice. but like i was like in tears because like i was terrified of like aliens and like seeing them on screen was like the worst possible thing so you know obviously he talked to me he's like it's not gonna be bad it wasn't it was a solid flick like i said but yeah like just the fact that like they could snatch me up and like probe me or something or they would like blow shit up like now if i like ran to it i'm like yeah what up dude like let's go for a brewski what's what's the what's the universe like that's what you would say to an alien if he grabbed you <laughs> yeah, that's not he, what you'd say no he but wouldn't it, grab me though they're cool they're nice there's there's a galactic like board that donald trump was like gonna expose read it look do your research they're they're here man it's fine we're watching they're, too much want... men in black no man they're cool <laughs> okay it's Quanon. Just... Um. <laughs> so it, so it's funny because like chaps offline i got a, i got a farm story for you um very similar to uh experience that you had but um as far as scary movies go and you're a trekkie you're like you like star trek like so star, you yeah, you may enjoy yeah. and laugh at me for this but i watched like i watched jurassic park when i was a very young kid i watched a lot of like these weird kind of movies and the movie that scared the crap out of me that kept me up for a couple nights after watching it in theaters was Star Trek First Contact. Oh, wow. Yeah. And and so the, and the reason is like, you know, the Borg is in there and it's like all creepy because they have all these eyes and they're starting to put, you know, real skin on data and trying to like humanize like these robots. And right outside my old bedroom at my at my mom's house, we had like motion sensor lights. So every once in a while, once it would catch a motion sensor, the red light would go on and it was like perfect from when I would lay my head on my pillow, it was right outside my room. So if someone got up, I would hear footsteps and I'd see the light. And for me, it was like the Borg when they had like the eyes, the oh, red yeah. light shooting out of like their face. Three nights, couldn't fucking sleep. It was 
terrifying. That movie, so. yeah, those Star Trek movies back in the day, like they they were scary. Like some, like they're just they're, they're different, not scary, but they just when you're a young kid and you see that sort of thing, like there's like meta humans almost, right? Where they're machine yeah. humans. Yeah, 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 that was freaky. I forgot. Was, you know, Tom Hardy was in man. one of those movies. Tom Hardy was really? in one. Yeah, he was, and then he then he got addicted to crack. And he kind of he kind of went away for a bit, but he was in was it insurrection? I think it was insurrection. He was in, yeah. He uh, he's had quite the quite the career, old Tom Hardy. But uh, he loves he used to love crack. So there you go. Not so, the only one. <laughs> so just quick quick side note: my my wife is upstairs right now, and uh, she <laughs> just sent me a picture. She hates spiders, and uh, there was a spider in the shower earlier uh, today with her and she was like terrified for like 25 minutes that the spider was going to come when she was shampooing her hair the moment that she closed her eyes. So I had to go upstairs and kill it. And so she just sent me a picture from upstairs saying, I think you killed the dad, but like the little babies are coming and there's like two spiders in our room right now. So uh, sorry, hon, I'm recording a podcast. You're, you're not getting saved. You just got to survive a little bit longer. Star Trek nemesis, by the way. Oh, there we go. Cool. I never, yeah, I never he, knew Tom Hardy he, was. Uh, he was like the one. he was like the main bad guy in that movie. He was he was a big big part of that movie. So, really? Yeah, he was. And then, like I said, then he started like smoking crack, and he had a big big issue, and he lived on he lived on the street, I think, for a bit too. So he's a uh, all uh, a classic American story for redemption. Win. Yeah, fucking Bane and Venom. Yeah, which one's better? Which one do you think he did? Like not movie wise, we all know what movie's better. But but his portrayal, do you think he was better as Bane or as Venom? I've never seen Venom. Oh god. But <laughs> but from from what I've seen and like what I've I mean, it's gotta be Bane. I feel like that character was a little bit harder to portray. I love the comic books. So like Eddie Brock to me was always gonna be sullied on the movie role because they put Topher Grace in like with Spider-Man 3 and fucking ruin that, but uh, without seeing Venom, I would probably say I loved, I loved him as Bane. Like I don't know how you get any better, and you get any better than that. Yeah, Bane for me too. Venom, I didn't think it was as bad as people had said it was, but uh, Bane, you know, he got super jacked. Some of the combat stuff he did was awesome. You know, it's tougher to see, obviously, like facial expressions and whatnot. Uh, but yeah, Bane was a, a classic role for me. I was born in the darkness. Exactly. He barely adopted it. <laughs> uh, no, uh, Bane. He's he, Bane. He's criminally under uh, appreciated for Bane. Uh, that that movie is very. Again, I just watched that the other day because it was going off Netflix. That movie is very. Oh, is very 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 good, and uh, it is. I think it's. I think it's actually one of the best overall. Uh, superhero movies I think almost of all time it's time to start the contest here the quiz okay and uh, our first contestant is rolling in to the contest so I see him and uh, we're gonna let him introduce himself so actually first are you ready for the quiz this time uh, Mr. Quizmaster Mr. J.O. are you ready to to, to, you know, see if someone can beat you? Yeah, we, we changed things up a little bit. I feel like maybe the domination has been a little bit too hard, so we've kept some of the same categories. We've changed things up just a little bit, but I feel like now 
if I dominate the same way, it's just a reflection on the type of guests that we have on our show. So hopefully, <laughs> you know, our first person up can can sort of change the tide and and have some redemption for everyone who's ever joined our podcast. I think this first guest likes to maybe be dominated every now and then. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, you know what? Uh, allow you to introduce yourself. Where are you from, sir? I'm from beautiful Prince George, British Columbia. You're back for another ass kicking. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> you don't seem that excited. Like, I thought you'd be fired up when you called in here. I thought you'd be ready to go. Like, you're obviously distracted again. You're, you're looking at something to the right of your left of you every 30 seconds. So you're watching the Oilers versus the versus the uh, Senators. Is that what's going Actually, on? Actually, uh, Knights Blues. Night. Oh, nice blues. You got you gambling? You got some money on? How much money you got on? I, I don't. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's the action? I want in. <laughs> Are you ready to try to beat the quiz master? Yes or no? Let's go. There oh, we go. Hello. <laughs> All right. You've been here before. Same spiel. Five categories. One from each category nets you. $100 gift card to Amazon if you get all five correct. Uh, categories names have changed a little bit. Uh, we have who has more. That'll be a multiple choice question. Marvel movies. Star Wars is still in there. Tw- 2000s movie trivia and albums sold. And albums sold is really uh, sort of a, a sh- what we talk about with our betting. It's an over under. I'll give you a number. So you're going to have to tell me if it's over or under, you get it right. You know, we try to make it a little bit easier and, and inspired by the betting that we've all been doing lately. So where would you like to start? Sorry, can you say those one more time? Okay, oh, yeah, man. sure. Uh, He's who getting has the Google more? machine ready? He's getting the Google machine ready. <laughs> We're on a time limit. <laughs> okay, so the, the category is who has more Marvel movies, Star Wars questions, 2000s movies, and albums sold. So music category uh 2000s movies all right all right so uh, can can you just give us you know any movies from the 2000s that really stand out to you anything that really pops up from the from the 2000s uh american pie american pie all right i'm pretty sure that was the 90s (laughs) i was gonna have one on there but uh unfortunately not so hopefully you know your will smith movies because uh here comes your first question in the movie Hitch, what does Will Smith's character refer to himself as? Man, I've seen Hitch a lot of times. Oh. Yeah, so it's, uh, you know, he has that great meeting with, uh, with uh, who, who's, uh, who's the one of Adam Sandler's best guys? Kevin. Kevin James. Kevin James, yeah. So he's yeah. you know sitting on the steps. Kevin James got mustard all over him. He finally meets, introduces himself, and refers to himself as what? I think it's Chap's gonna have to start the timer soon. I, I'm gonna start here in a second. I okay. still... it's either the love doctor or the dating doc. Oh man. You're gonna have to. Date, you have to give me an answer. Doctor? Date doctor is that your final answer? Ah. <laughs> doctor, date doctor. Ten. Ah, date, yeah, date doctor. Final answer locked in. Yeah. Put it on the board. Oh, oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh. <laughs> he does ding, refer ding, to ding, himself. Ding. As wow, the wow, wow. Nice. 
By the Chaps, way, I'm gonna put the horns in for that one. Okay, buddy? Uh, uh, D does an incredible horn voice. I don't know if anyone <laughs> else heard that. Uh, that was incredible. I just want to say you should already be disqualified because American Pie came out in 1999. That's not the enough. That's that's fine. All right, so you got one question right. All right, number one, first time that someone's gotten the first question right on our show. Where would you I'm like? 100 better than last time. There, there you go. Infinity so percent. Who has more Marvel movies, Star Wars questions, and albums sold? Who has more? Who has more? All right. Uh, big sports fan. Do you have a favorite sport that you like? Uh, hockey, hockey and baseball are right up there. Nice half. Hockey, right. hockey and baseball. Uh, unfortunately, have uh, neither of those two sports in this category, <clears throat> but we will stick with a sport just for you. Uh, in you know, this sort of ties into what Chaps is following right now with his sports betting. Oh. We're going to see who has more Champions League titles. Oof. I'm going to give you three options. You got to choose one of the three. Barcelona. Call Reese Lego. <laughs> Barcelona, Bayern Munich, or AC Milan. Oof. So one of those three teams, one has more. Who has more? I mean, 33% odds here, right? Like, you just got to <laughs> right. throw one out. We're, we're giving you a shot here. If we're control. talking betty, it, betting, it's pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah, trust me, it's better than my esports. I've lost 40 bucks <laughs> since we've been sitting here on goddamn esports. <laughs> we got a Spanish uh, team. We got a German team. We got an Italian <sighs> team. Who's got more? I, I honestly have absolutely no idea. So work I'm it through. Gonna... Work it through. Work it through. Like, like I, think I, about I don't... No, no, you got to put it on the clock here, dog. Okay. Watch like the World Cup. Like I, I don't follow soccer really at all. So like I don't know. I'm gonna say AC Milan. All right, AC Milan. That was a good guess. That was a good guess. What category do you want to go number three? That's a good guess because it was right. <laughs> Where's the horn? In- all right so we are 40 percent of the way there two of five questions to win you a hundred dollar cash out now for the 40 dollar gift (laughs) all right all right all right let's slow things down let's just everyone calm down here okay i don't want to give away 100 bucks or 33 let's not lose our composure let's not lose our composure um so uh, tell us a little about a little bit about yourself, Seven Six. You've been listening to us since the start, I'd imagine, and uh, and you're, you're liking what you're hearing so far. Oh yeah, you guys are good. It's uh, it's good to listen. It's entertaining. It's funny. I like to see you guys go at it once in a while. Nice. Well, there you go. Now, that was. Now, uh, ring, I like the piece of art in your background there. Is that the Joker? Uh, it is the Joker dancing with the Batman suit. There, I, I like give, that. I will give you a hundred dollars for that. <laughs> I actually I got a Facebook marketplace for a 10, so it'd be a hefty wow. profit. There you go. All right, get this, get this guy out of the fucking call. All right, <laughs> you have t- three more categories to choose from Marvel movies, Star Wars, or albums sold. Uh, yikes, those are not uh albums sold. I okay, can't believe you got go. that fucking question right, man. AC Milan, like yeah, that. 30, I, I, I was like, I don't know, man. I'm just going. For I it. thought it was Barcelona. I was, I was like, Barcelona kind of makes sense. But then you start working in your head, you're like, they kind of just got good, like, fifteen last fifteen years. Anyway, sorry, it's crazy, absolutely crazy. <laughs> All right, uh, just 
give me throw it out there maybe you know three four singers or bands that you really uh you're really tuned into oh big like pop punk guy so like okay or, okay a lot of, like blink 182 green day perfect all right your question the album hybrid theory by lincoln park. park oh no over under 25 million copies sold man that's a good that's a good album that's a great album that is a good album that, i back it bangs so heavily yeah that's a that's a banger of an album i i'm i it has to be over than that 25 million has to be that like put them on the map okay is that your final answer yeah over give him the horns dean Okay, 27 how, million copies sold i have many, i have that cd and it's like front to back so good how many there, you have to there get is right it here? How many more? two more questions okay we i don't have to freak out quite yet but i'm getting closer this is the <laughs> furthest anyone's gone if this was two weeks ago <laughs> you'd be trying to answer for 40 bucks right now but but here's the thing he's got the two hardest categories right now yeah and i i'm gonna the dream could be over here fellas all right <clears throat> Marvel or Star Wars? Either way, Sheesh. we're finishing with Disney. <laughs> Marvel. Okay. All right. <laughs> Here we go. What does S.H.I.E.L.D. stand for? Wah, <laughs> 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 uh, no Google. Yeah, the hand started moving. Put him up. Super human. Oh man, I. I ha I have absolutely no idea. It's been, it's been a fun ride, boys. <laughs> <laughs> the the correct answer is a strategic homeland intervention enforcement and logistics division that makes up shield Obviously. listen three for three to start off you were crushing them this is by far the best performance we've had on the show so far so give yourself a hand good send you some merch wow <laughs> that's some merch we'll send you some, we chaga. Some. some chaga yeah some chaga oh yeah right. chaps hit him with it <laughs> this is uh this this quiz is brought to you by Blackwater Changa. <laughs> there we Boom. go. Thank you. Awesome. Hey, listen, thanks for playing, man. It was always good seeing you. Hey, next next time I'll go uh maybe four for five. Just, you know, a little <laughs> more like part questions. <laughs> All right, have a good night, boys. Good coming on. Thanks, sir. See you, man. Cheers, man. Peace. Well, thank God we didn't have to give him money because that would have sucked. <laughs> uh, that you could was... deliver that by hand, man. I know. So, I was getting nervous. <laughs> so I, I got to ask you, boys how how nervous were you when he started banging out Lincoln Park very quickly? I mean, for three for three. I was more I was more nervous. They got AC Milan right because I'm like, oh my god, like this is like a thing of destiny. Like he's just gonna he's gonna randomly get all these right. And I was like, the Lincoln Park one's in his wheelhouse. Like when when yeah. that that one was in his wheelhouse, I gave that one to him. Once he said that he liked like punk yeah. pop, I was like, all right, I'm gonna give you Lincoln Park because that makes the most sense. But if I asked you, if I asked him another category I, or another question, I don't think he gets it. But listen, this is why we do it. We have a little bit of fun.
It was right. it was a bit nerve wracking. I, I thought he would crash and burn at the Marvel slash Star Wars section. So uh, par for the course, he did, and uh, we keep our money. I'll tell you, those are the two hardest categories. So if someone can get through those, then then we need to start being in a little bit of trouble. When are you going to give Chaps and I a chance to win your guys or each other's money? <laughs> So this is this is what I propose. I propose just in a good show of faith and solidarity to our listeners that I will run both of you through the gamut. You will combine need to get five questions correct. You'll alternate questions and the fifth one, if you get that far, which I don't know if you will, nope. you'll have to come to a consensus with an answer. And then we'll think of we'll think of something. You know, maybe it might be uh, a maybe. video. Well, we might get the big bank challenge finally or the, the silhouette <laughs> challenge. <laughs> or, or a percentage of Julian's uh, gambling winnings. Oh, yeah, that'd be nice. Oh, easy. That. You might need to go 10 for 10. They start cracking. <laughs> bank, that was a hard-earned cash. All right. All right. Should we just do this, chaps? Should we just give her a rip? Yeah, we can. We can do it. Yeah, sure. Fuck it. Let's go. I'm ready. Okay. Right. <clears throat> I'll start. Boys. You know, you know the rules of the game. Five questions right, you get a prize. We're not going to put money on it, but we'll get a prize. Who would like to go first? He said he'd go first. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'll start. I'll start. All right, Dino, your categories. Who has more? Marvel movies, Star Wars questions, 2000s movie trivia, and albums sold. I'll go 2000s movie trivia for 100. All right. Oh man, I I really want to get you guys out of here on like the first question because I think that would be hilarious. But oh, we'll start with something nice and easy. In the movie Step Brothers, what does Dale have to call Brennan? What Dragon. Does Dale? Is that your final Dragon answer? final answer? Yeah. Chaps, you want to? You want nope. to join in here? No, I think uh, I would get this one wrong. So <laughs> the answer is Nighthawk. Oh <laughs> no, Brendan calls Dale Nighthawk. Oh, Quizmaster. Hold on. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna go to a review. <laughs> do, 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 Hold on. Do, do, okay, he goes. Brendan goes. Oh yeah. Well, you have to call me Nighthawk. Oh no! Look at you see the panic on Julian's face right now. He's panicked. This is like when he killed Bob Barker all over again. Pure <laughs> <laughs> panic. Oh no! Okay, Dean, how confident are you? I'm right. <laughs> I'm reading. I'm reading the quote. Hold on. I am second. the new quiz master. Yeah. So the quote says, "I'm Brennan," and then Dale introduces himself as, "I'm Dale," but you have to call me Dragon. Yeah, that's and what the question was. Brennan says, you have to call me Nighthawk. Oh, sh- I think Dale I made Oh, you did? That's not your backwards. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I got him backwards. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Check my bad. Heart rate, I, have, we would have had people suing us because they would be like, oh my God. Like, LA <laughs> he doesn't Chops. even know his own answers. LA I, Chops would have been suing us. I had a couple of brewskis and I didn't, I didn't uh, okay, do so the right to, connection. To be fair, when I came up with this question, when I started to look into it, I actually thought you were the same thing. I thought it was Dragon. And then yep. I had to go back and, and, and read it. And I was like, oh, it's different. And I thought other people would get screwed up the same way I did. And then when you called me out, I got a little nervous. 
well, but I you know tell what? you, it's like if you had the same face when you killed Bob Barker, like the exact <laughs> same face. It did, I still want to. I, I still want to get that hoodie made. I want to get that. Oh, hoodie if, if this if this podcast takes off, that will be the first the first like merch that the, your first merch will be would be will be like you killed Bob Barker. Mine, my first one will just say listen on it because that's like my crutch word, and I always say listen, listen. And Dean's will just I don't know what Dean's will be. Maybe it's Dean, flow. Dean's- Dean will be like a scared face looking off to the side because someone's <laughs> always coming into his, his condo. Or I'll just get my abs super shredded and I'll just be a picture of my abs. There you go. But you know what? In fairness, in fairness, that was a little bit tough. So what we're going to do is we're going to flip the script. Second life. Chaps, you're going to pick a category. You still got to get five questions correct. Where's all the sports so, questions at? Um, let's go 2000s movies. 2000s movie. <laughs> Final <Okay>. answer. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. Oh, man, I love this question. Sandra Bullock stars in the movie The Proposal, where she gets married to Ryan Reynolds. His character's name is Adam. What state is Adam from? Oh, I know the answer. Do you actually? I think so. Oh, well, after my last question, I can't be. It went went from I know the answer to I think so. Ask him one more time. He's going to say he's not sure. So she's from Canada and she has to get married to him because she's like losing her citizenship or something like that. Um, Man, oh, man, that's a that's a see, that's a tough question. I would say. uh, I'd say Michigan. Final answer. No, it's Alaska, dog. Is it? Yeah, I I, I got no idea. Yeah, oh, man. I've seen that movie once. And I'm surprised I got like the, the Canada thing right and all that other stuff. <laughs> it's a solid movie. That's good. It's yeah, a, no. it's a very solid movie. It was a very solid movie. But you know what? Just like the listeners, we'll have to try again next time. But uh, th- thanks for playing, boys. Thanks for playing. All right. So, as 17 million people, I believe, tuned into. On uh, I don't know. I think it was on CBS, but I'm not too sure. It it, it drew better than the NBA All Star Game. It draw it drew better than pretty much any. Th- this was the first big time interview I can remember, not in our lifetime, but maybe since like the Michael Jackson interviews. Like this was a huge event. Uh, Oprah had the the royal the debunked royal family on. Uh, was it Meghan Marble and? Uh, What's the other guy's name? Harry? Is it Prince Harry? Prince, well, not Prince anymore, right? Not Prince anymore, yeah. So she had them on, and boy, oh boy, did that uh, did that interview cause some chaos. Let's just say we might not have a royal family here for, for very much longer because people <laughs> are pissed. She, Meghan Markle came out and said that essentially the royal family was worried that their babies are going to have dark skin, that... Uh, the stress of the royal family is so much to overcome that they had to leave it. It was all for mental health reasons. And yeah, it's just not a good look. I think it's crazy because if I know I've had this conversation in the past about how famous people and how we uh, attribute like how easy some of these kids lives are because oh, their dad's super famous or their mom's super famous. So their life is just going to be super easy. Right. I think that this royal family story comes out and people can kind of see like, Hey, it's not all like easy. Like there's so much pressure on these kids from the time that they're born until the time that they die. Like there is immense pressure. 
Yeah, the the biggest thing for me is that she said that she had very real suicidal thoughts and she went to someone, you know, high up, unnamed. And uh, according to her, that this person said that there's nothing we can do for you. So she was having some mental health issues. Uh, she she can't go to a psychiatrist. She, she can't go to like a treatment center because she's friggin' followed around everywhere she goes, right? By paparazzi. So if she goes there, obviously it turns into a big thing. So she goes to, she does what she's supposed to do. When, when you're seeking help, when you're having issues, you, you tell somebody, you tell somebody that might be able to help, hey, I'm having these issues. And, and you did exactly what, you know, all the messaging out there, you know, ask for help, ask for help. And she did it. And they said, sorry, nothing we can do. And that's just to me is like bonkers, man. Like, I can't believe that they'd be like, oh, you're having these thoughts. All right. Well, like, thanks for telling me, but uh, get out of here. There's nothing we can do. Yeah, it's like it's like the same thing that we experience with athletes, right? Like we put them on like a pedestal, literally like on a pedestal of being like these people are greater than us. But at the end of the day, they're still humans, right? And she had been dealing with a very tough lifestyle as well, being an actress. So she's used to the limelight. She's used to being followed around. But it also means that she's been used to so much pressure for such a long time. And the thing of like royal families now, especially, you know, Canada in in the UK, it's not what it once was. And I don't know when it started started to deteriorate, whether it was right around Princess Diana going, passing away, unfortunately. But like the idea of the royal family has slowly gone down. And people have known this. History has sort of shown that, you know, the royal families don't treat their underlings or even their, you know, the people that live in their house and take care of them, for lack of a better word, their servants. People will call them maids, but let's be honest, we'll call a spade a spade. They're servants. And they've treated them unjustly. And, you know, again, it takes one interview, it takes one thing, and it comes from what is considered or who is considered maybe royalty in America in Oprah. And she drops the hammer and says, hey, listen, let's come. CBS is going to give us seven to nine million dollars to have this interview, the rights to this interview. And we're just going to lay out all the cards on the table. And boy, did people just jump on this. The racism that you spoke about, Dean, crazy. Uh, the, the mental health side of it, crazy. The fact that they weren't even going to give their children titles. Like these are like, these are, these are the things that while they may seem small, these are what like microaggressions. This is what is the biggest problem with people who have fame and fortune. They think that they own everything. And, you know, being part of a royal family, they think they can do and get away with, with everything. Didn't one of the one of the former prince, like Prince Philip or someone, just get tied up with the uh what was that guy who had the the pedophile island? Well, oh crap. Yeah. The uh, guy that went to jail and, and passed away. Yeah, 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 for sure. He definitely took his own life. Yeah. But uh but again, so like it's this is not the first time that the royal families hit controversy. And I think it's really starting to expose that maybe it's time that we disassociate ourselves from this tyranny of the royal family and what it means and giving them as much clout as they possibly have. And I'm glad that it was exposed. Uh I don't think this is it. I think there's still probably more to come, but I hate the fact now that 
you can see that the wheel spinning for the press releases and the PR movements where they're like, oh, several of the of the maids said that they were, you know, uh, emotionally accosted by Megan while she was living at the palace or whatever. And now it's like, let's just try to smear her name because she exposed what was going on within our own walls. Yeah, well, there was a rumor that uh, what's her name? Prince Harry or no, Prince William's what? Kate, Kate, Kate Middleton. Yeah. Uh, that that Meghan Markle made Kate Middleton cry on their wedding day on yeah. on on Meghan Markle's wedding day. That she made Kate Middleton cry, and in, in this interview, she's like, "No, it was the opposite. She made me cry, and she apologized after, and everything's good." But like, it just goes to show that like they're trying to bring her down and they're, and they're feeding us false information just to kind of sell the tabloid, sell the papers or whatever they want, make some money, but that's, they're just trying to kind of bring her down and that would wear on anyone, man. I would, I'd want to get the F out of there. If like they just saw me as something less when, you know, they're supposed to be your in-laws are supposed to be accepting of you. Like my son loves this person so i'm gonna love him too they're like nah i'm cool like this person for whatever reason we're not gonna treat as an equal yeah i mean it's such a weird and awkward situation i I do want to be careful a little bit though like you know we are hearing one side of the story and we we have a tendency and a very toxic gross tendency as a society to hear one side and just be like, Oh, you are completely an asshole. I can't believe you did all this. Oh my God. Oh my God. And then also we find out later that Johnny Depp might have not done anything wrong. I'm just, I'm just using examples, right? Like, uh, like it's, it's crazy. And, and I, I, I believe in that Meghan Markle had issues there. I believe that they're, listen, they're all a bunch of whole, a bunch of old whites, a bunch of old white people there. Of course, there's going to be racism there. That's just the facts. But uh, it sucks that she had that time there. But I also just don't want to just start blanketing a whole bunch of people, calling them racist, calling them uh, demonstrative and everything else. Because I'm sure if we look back in Meghan Markle's past, she probably has some issues, too, that she doesn't want to be brought up. Sure. And we don't have to look very hard at Prince Harry. I mean, that guy's had all sorts of issues with rebellion. And I think he almost killed a couple people with his car once. Like, he's not exactly a saint either so we i just i believe her i believe that she had a rough time i believe that there are some racist people living obviously in the in the kingdom i guess in the monarch i don't know what the hell to call it but uh i think we just need to be careful as a side and people are allowed to have sides by the way too because pierce morgan walks walks off a stage everyone's like oh look at this jerk look at this idiot man you're allowed to have an opinion you're not a racist if you like I don't know. I just I think we gotta be careful on who we're canceling, how we're canceling. Yeah, I think the issue with Piers Morgan is also related to like his treatment of guests on his show yeah. or people that he's worked with who have walked off, and then some of the language that he's used when it comes to that. Um, and then I mean, it's been a rough, rough couple of years for um, for the Royals. I mean, obviously you have you have this going out. You have the fact that Prince Andrew gets tied to Jeffrey Epstein. And that whole debacle. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, I think, I think right now it's really showing you times, times are changing. And this isn't just times are changing in our lower tiered countries or our society. I mean, it's changing all over the place where the, the protection that was afforded to athletes 
and people of stature, they're the first ones to go now. It's like the it's like the people are rebelling and are just waiting to be able to knock some of these other people off their high horse or off their pedestals. You got to be careful. You got to be very careful because you say one wrong thing, or you do one wrong thing, and that could be the end of uh, of your career as a royal, as an athlete, as an A list movie star, anything like that. But to your points, chaps. For whatever reason, I believe Johnny Depp. That whole Amber Heard situation. I mean, you, I, you can hear things, but I'm just like, nothing strikes me. Not that I know the guy, obviously. Nothing. It doesn't just strike me as the guy to kind of do that. And I think it's absurd that she's still going to be an Aquaman team. No, she's not. She's not. She got fired. She got fired. She got fired off of Aquaman. Hey, what? Yeah, Are you that was sure? A, because the like rumor was she was going to get fired, and then they overturned it and said that they weren't going to Oh, they go. better fire her off Aquaman. So that's, yeah. the, so that's some of the issue with some of this stuff. I, man, I'm going to sound like such a prick, and I don't, I don't know how to word this properly. But listen, if a guy did that, that guy should be gone forever. Like, forever. And now that a woman has been charged with it, she should be gone forever too. We want to create a world where everyone's treated as equal. Treat everyone as equal, even when they do bad stuff. And that and that's my whole thing here too. Is is when someone is getting canceled, or if someone is getting uh, when something's getting spewed against them, let's just make sure we have both sides of the story. And and you know what's going on with Andrew Cuomo right now too, right in New York. Like he has he had the one sexual assault against him. Now he has like three or four. Okay, obviously this is like Ben. Ooh, this is like number seven from Pittsburgh. Uh, when there when there's more than one, there's obviously flames there. So like now I'm more comfortable saying this stuff. It's hard to throw mud, and it's hard to. I just want everyone to have to be able to to see both sides of things if there is a both side. So that Johnny Depp one is like the easiest one to to talk about because I mean she's she's just as much of a psychopath as he is. I don't I don't want to smile when I read this story, but there is something that is just absurd take so the shit I'm reading, head. <laughs> no, I'm reading this thing where it talks about like the rumors of you know three weeks ago they said that she was going to be fired and then she wasn't fired and now they're they're sort of up in the air but uh, somebody recently wrote close to Warner Brothers that Amber Heard did not pass her physical mm-hmm. and has quote put on some pounds and is in terrible shape. And there is a clause in her contract which says she is required to be in good form ahead of shooting. And she has violated that. And I think that if Warner Brothers comes out with this information, anything less than saying she was let go because she does not fit our moral standards for what she had done is going to be a major L for Warner Brothers. If they say that you know she didn't meet up to a clause in her contract that she was supposed to live up to, would be a, it would be a disaster for them. They have to come out and say, "Listen, this is this is the equal treatment that we talked about just you know a few episodes ago." And this, if this was a you know a white woman, what would happen? If this was a white guy, what would happen? And they have the opportunity now to to rectify this. And anything less than saying she violated the moral clause of her contract for how she behaved would be just devastating. They need to fire her. They need to get rid of sure. her. Like they yeah, have for to. Sure. Yeah. They do. It's crazy and. And like she ruined Johnny Depp's life, and I'm sure he did stuff in that relationship too that probably weren't good. But like she literally ruined his career. She got him kicked off the Harry Potter movies, which sucked anyways. Those were kicked, terrible. Yeah, <laughs> she got him kicked <laughs> off those movies, and, and, and yeah, I just it, it's frustrating because I, I do think we live in a world where you're only allowed to have one opinion, and it has to be a certain way, and we just automatically assume everyone's guilty right off the hop. I think that's a dangerous world to live in. 
obviously when it comes to certain people, it's pretty, you can, you can tell, Hey, okay, well, this is not a good person. Jeffrey Epstein, for example, you know, <laughs> instantly, as soon as everything came out, oh, yeah, he's a pretty bad guy. You know, it's, it's, uh, it's just funny how things work out. And uh, yeah, I hope one day that we live in a world where, where everyone's just treated the exact same. Yeah. Well, then you got guys like Myers Leonard who uh, dropped a bit of a slur on his Twitch stream and uh, he is 100% guilty. So the, mm-hmm. those are the, the ironclad ones. But yeah, that was crazy. And then he, he pleads ignorance. Uh, you know, I don't think you can go 25 years or however old he is without knowing the meaning of that word that he used. But however, you know, it, it's one of those things that it's like, how could he be so stupid? I was listening yeah, to David. I was listening to David Sampson yesterday. Actually, I, I called into his show and I talked to him for a couple minutes. And uh, and he he was saying like the media tour that's going to go on now is the biggest, most ridiculous thing that happens in these sports because he says that word, and all of a sudden he's like, "Oh, I've never said it before in my life." Okay, well, first of all, that's just not true. You say it once, you've said it a hundred times. That's just that's that. Those are the facts. You tell me the very first time in your life you said that word when you were live streaming on Twitch. That's not true. And now they're going to go on this tour and say, hey, I'm going to work in the community. I'm going to work in the uh, in the Jewish community. I'm going to be doing this, doing that, doing everything else. And and it's just a big it's a big lip service. Right. Like he's not going to be doing he'll do that. And he's not it's not going to change him. It's not going to change that. I mean, then you have Papa John's coming out there and saying, yeah, I've been working for the last 20 months to try not to say the N word. 20 months. man." <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, that's a little bit of another disaster. But my thing is, listen, you're a superstar. Well, you're not a superstar athlete, but you're an athlete in the mainstream. You have to make sure that you use words that you know. If you're stupid, if you're a stupid person, which we're going to go ahead and say Miles Leonard is a stupid person, then don't use words that you don't know the meaning of because that is just showing how stupid you really are. And it's like the people who who have words auto corrected on their phone and say, "Oh, I I didn't mean to I didn't mean to type that I didn't mean to write that out," but there's no way that your phone didn't auto correct it out of it unless it's a word that you use often enough that your phone recognizes that that's what you're trying to say. And so, I I feel zero pat- compassion for these people who have these huge platforms and then claim ignorance because you are a skilled basketball player, football player, baseball player, actor, whatever it is. If you're too stupid to be in the spotlight to hold your platform, then you don't need to be there. So just get on the unemployment line, go get your stimulus package in the United States, be a bum somewhere, but stop making millions and millions of dollars or people feel sorry for you because you're an idiot. Yeah, man. It's obviously as being who he is, there's lots of exposure for something as, you know, minuscule as a twitch stream and one false word you're you're done and that's just the world we live in so someone that is making 10 million dollars us a year in a state where there's no state taxes is like do you really want to give that up by exposing yourself more than what you already are used to being you know a player being interviewed all the time you know having mics near the court you know there's stuff like that you're already exposed well enough. Why put additional risk on yourself just to play a video game? It just makes no sense to me. He's, he makes $10 million a year. Like, just take that and, and be happy and be a good person and 
try to stay out of the limelight as much as you can. That's such a good point, man. These guys are making so much money and they're trying to make just a little bit more to, 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 it's like Juju Smith uh, Schuster, right? Like he has like this huge, like TikTok empire and, and all this stuff. And listen, I get it that they're making a whole bunch of money at this, but why are you risking just to make that little bit, little bit more? It's why I never, I, Dean, I can tell you this, that is the first time I think I've ever thought about this is these idiots are out here making tens of millions of dollars and more money that you and I and 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 uh, and Julian can fathom. Hey, like, hey, just- listen, I'm getting there, buddy. I'm getting there. More money that we can fathom, and they just want to make an extra couple million bucks. I know I, I, that sounds silly. An extra couple million—that's a lot of money. That's twenty yeah. percent of his salary. I get that. You like—it's just that's mind-boggling. Why? Why would you? Why would you risk everything? You know, it's funny. It's, it's like also at the same time. When, when we get guests on our podcast or when you get guests on a podcast that doesn't get like a couple thousand downloads or whatever, like these people are going out there and they're, and yes, they are helping small time podcasters. But if it was my position, I'd be like, Ooh, I don't know, man. <laughs> like if I say one thing wrong, you're going to get famous. My career is going to be over. Like th- that's yeah. such a fine line to walk. Well, I mean, going back to the whole Miles Leonard thing. I mean, if you look at the statement that he made. Yes, he has the derogatory word thrown in the middle, but he also called the guy a fucking bitch. Yeah. I mean, I don't understand in what world you think interacting with someone who's playing video games against you that you think that that's okay. You're you're an athlete, I'm not saying that you should be subjected to it all of the time, but you have to understand you are not an average Joe. If you want to be an average Joe, retire from the NBA, don't have this huge platform, stop getting paid millions of dollars. But if you don't even say that derogatory term and you tell some eight-year-old kid that he's a fucking bitch, what do you think is going to happen next to you as well? So like you're just making dumb decision after dumb decision after dumb decision. And I can't stand, I can't stand these guys. I just can't. Yeah, it's it's crazy because like and it's just you know, in like three weeks, there's gonna be another one. Like like someone's gonna say something stupid in another uh in another time. I would love to know what Tom Brady said in the Super Bowl, by the way. I would very, very much like to know that because because I guarantee you it was something bad and very bad, and the NFL has hit it because as they're protecting an investment, but I think he said something that really crossed a lot of lines, and we'll never know about it. Your contract uh, extension? Uh, we went three weeks without mentioning his name. That, that's the new record. I may have invited I'll- him on the show. <laughs> also... Mason Rudolph, he said something too. Oh, 100%. He for, sure did. he for sure said something that warranted a helmet being thrown at him. And then he goes ahead and takes my girlfriend, Jeannie Bouchard. <laughs> like, this, what's this guy? What's this guy doing here? He steals stole, my girlfriend. <laughs> he uses uh probably very Oh, I'm not gonna say it, but he he said something bad. He said the uh, N word. He he, definitely, <laughs> he 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 did. I'll I'll throw I'll throw it out there. I don't. You're really throwing care. out allegations. Yeah, he did, man. There's no way. Miles Garrett has been like a model citizen, and he just all of a sudden hits the guy top of the head with a helmet just out of nowhere. Uh, he said he he said something maybe he said something very derogatory towards Miles Garrett. And why would Miles Garrett make that up? Why would you make that up? Because he he told people that's what he said, so he's just gonna make that up. No, Mason Rudolph is a bag of shit. And if you noticed, 
that uh, Tomlin had to keep him in there because he was trying to stay by his quarterback, but he sure let him go pretty quick after that. <laughs> very, very quick. So I think and that, that, that's the NFL too. Fuck the NFL. Fuck the shield. You're telling me you could hear pretty much everything on the field, but you couldn't hear that. Like you're telling me that you could hear that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Roger. Okay. Roger. The, the mics, the mics weren't working at that time. They had a glitch. Oh. I don't know what you want. I don't know what you want them to say. Man. Oh yeah. Miles Garrett wasn't, wasn't uh mic'd up. I mean, one of the best players in the NFL wasn't mic'd up. Like there's so many different things. Well, I, so here's the thing. Like it, it's interesting because uh is it Marquise Pouncey who was on the Steelers? Marquise, was it, yeah. Or was it Mike? One of, uh, one of the Pouncey brothers the Pouncey stood by and said, Oh, Mason Rudolph didn't say anything, but he, you, everybody knows he did because there's no reason that a, an, a, another NFL player would take his helmet off and try to maim another player if it wasn't for something like that. Like people lose their cool, but they don't lose their cool in that kind of way. So you know it has to, you know it had to have been bad. And obviously, people aren't going to come out and say things now because the situation is sort of over. But Mason Rudolph's sack shit. Also, fun fact, uh, Miami Heat owned by a very prominent um, uh, Israeli-American businessman, uh, Mickey Arison. So why Miles Leonard hasn't been cut yet? Not really sure. It's not like he's that good. He's he's <laughs> no. hurt for the whole year. He's He's been hurt the whole year. He hasn't played a game this year, I don't think. But he, like, he's not even that good. It, like, I've never seen him do too much, and he makes $10 bucks a year. It's just like, man... Just take the money and run. You're way overpaid anyways. I've heard oh. more from his wife than I have from him lately. I didn't even know he was married. So Yeah, me neither. Or girlfriend or whatever. Someone <laughs> yeah. standing up for him in a stupid way. Oh, yeah. You can't you can't stand up for it. But uh no, that's you know, it's it's just a strange, strange world we live in where these guys are are uh risking their careers to play video games and be on TikTok. And, you know, that should have been an instant cut too. So Oh, I just, I'm just sick of it. I'm sick of all these, uh, I'm, I'm losing lots of money here too during this podcast. Have you hit one, have you hit one bet today? Uh, well, no. <laughs> I, I looks like I'm good for one. I lost my North Carolina over bet, uh, but I got the under in the LSU Mississippi game and it looks like it's going to come to fruition. So, uh, Dean's back. Yeah, I'm betting ten bucks. I'm betting twenty bucks on France right now. So <laughs> is, that, is that esports still? Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. This will be a big. Uh, you know, I, I've lost a lot of money. I'm gonna lose a hundred bucks while recording this podcast here. <laughs> For another so, thirty-five minutes, I am laying off the betting. By the time we record next week, Justice League will be out. And Captain and the Witcher Soldier, one day apart. Let's go, superheroes. Oh, man. I, I am so excited for Justice League. And I, I, I just want to warn all the the, the, the fans of, of Justice League and the fans of DC out there like myself. Okay, guys. I see all the tweets because I see them all. And yes, I do think that this movie has the potential to be very, very, very good. But. Oh, yes, yes. I'm like, what the Zach, fuck? Zach <laughs> no, Snyder. Zach Snyder has not made a good movie in a long, long time. DC puts out incredible trailers. We don't need to be tweeting about, oh, we need a sequel. We need to get the universe back. No. Let's see what this movie's like. 
Because right now, if I'm placing odds on this movie being good or not, it is currently a minus 300 favorite to be terrible. <laughs> okay. If, I'm a, if I was a I'll, betting I'll take, man, which I'm, I'm not, taking... I am very excited. And now that you mention it, chaps, what was the last good Zack Snyder movie? Was it 300 or not 300? I don't. 300 is good, but it's not great or anything. What, Dawn of what the about Devil's Watchmen? Yeah, Watchmen's good. I'll give you Watchmen. Yeah, Watchmen. Sucker good. Punch wasn't very good. No, what? it wasn't. I like the main girl. She's she seems cool. Uh, <laughs> I, I like her. She could also be my future girlfriend, maybe. Um, you know, we'd have to get to know each other. But uh, yeah, I 300 was good. Watchmen was good too. I, I yeah, I I'm a big I'm a big fan of Watchmen. Watchmen was like my one of my favorite favorite movies. Malin, <laughs> shout out Malin Ackerman. She was just an absolute beauty in that one. But I would say, and this is only because I've seen some of what's been written. It's gotten amazing reviews so far. Yeah, but so did the other ones, Julian. When they, when they first came out, uh, trust me, you're talking to a DC nut here. When those movies came out, all the reviews from the fans were so positive and, and everyone they're like, oh, it's so good, so good. And then it came out, it was like 24% on Rotten Tomatoes. And I watched it, I'm like, oh, like why? Who's saying that it's good? Where have you read this? I've been reading, I guess, like I get their test audiences or whatever. They've had some news reporters that have written articles not talking about anything like spoiler related, but as far as even though it's a minimal amount of new footage that was actually shot for it, like bringing in the Joker to come back and filming some scenes, the the special effects edits of what some characters look like, the color of their costumes, mm-hmm. the way things are shot, the way things that actually show up on your screen looks completely different. Like it has a very different feel. And while it may not be tons of, like I said, new footage, the way that it is pieced together changes the dynamic of the movie I'm, I'm going to give him a shot because you know what? It can't be worse than the product we already saw. No, yeah, no, you it have to give it a shot. And, and I think, I, I listen, I, I hope it's good, but I'm also not willing to not remember the past. And, and, and sure. like, like, like you see, when you've seen the Batman versus Superman trailer, I was like, oh my God, this might be the best movie ever freaking made. And then I watched it. I might have watched it with Dean, but I'm not too sure. It was in Vancouver when I watched it. And I, I seen it and I'm like, this movie is awful but then you watch the ultimate version of it too and the ultimate version fills in so many like different gaps and everything that that zach schneider was trying to play with yes they changed the way that uh steppenwolf looks so he looks more badass dark sides in this the joker's in it i have a feeling that's all just a dream a dream sequence of some sort though but uh yeah it looks good but i'm just scared i'm just scared you have to remember that this was supposed to be a two-part movie (laughs) Right, and then it got fucked and put into one, and because of that, it just completely ruined it. So, um, I don't know. I, I, I like it. I, I'm I'm excited. Go ahead, Diener. Uh, I just was gonna say, isn't uh, Deathstroke in this one a bit more too? Isn't uh, Joe Manganiello my one of my mom's favorites coming in for a more prominent role? Is every mom's favorite. <laughs> is he? He's even kind of my favorite. You know what I'm saying? Um, no, it's. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, he he was in the, he was in the after credit scene of the original one. I don't think he'll be in it. I I don't think so. I think you know, that will just be a strictly after credits thing. And if this movie does well enough, he'll be like the main bad guy in the next uh, superhero uh, Justice League movie, or maybe just a standalone Batman movie. I'm not I'm not too sure. But yeah, that was a good cast. They casted everything so well, and 
it will be interesting. I, I, I think it will be good, but like I said, I, I just don't, I don't put a lot of stock in Zack Schneider. I actually think the last good movie he made was the first one was Dawn of the Dead. And I think everything has, has slowly got worse after that. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's also just put like army of the dead. And you have to remember like justice league comes out right at the time where he experiences like one of the toughest losses that you could have oh, ever yeah, for sure. experienced. And then you have Joss Whedon coming in to try to like pick up the pieces and he alienates some of the actors that are on set and the black people. The whole, yeah. Yeah. We talked about the whole Ray Fisher uh, scenario, um, but it, it, it's interesting. I feel like, Zach gets a little bit of a pass for the first product, but this solely sits on his shoulders because of all of the hype of release the Snyder cut based on what every actor in this film has said about what he had his vision going into this and what he had recorded. So this, this could be the Renaissance that, that DC needs. And I would have to say, I mean, if this doesn't work out, burn this it universe. Yeah. it's you're going to have the perpetual solo movies and you will never be able to go up with like a team up film the way that Marvel has been able to do it. And hopefully we get to see some of the new characters that uh, they wanted to put in here. I think uh, the Manhunter or Martian Manhunter mm -hmm. was supposed to be yeah. in it. I believe there was a Green Lantern cameo. No, there, there's well. a huge rumor that Ryan Reynolds is in this movie. As what? Yeah, yeah, and it's like legit too. And he came out and said no, 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 but he didn't like the way he said it in his tweet. It's like, oh, he might be in this movie. If he's in this movie, I'll lose my mind. What? What would Mar I see? Here's the thing, though. What? What does Marvel do at this point? Like now, you're gonna have your guy just dipping into both sides. That's tough. That's a tough look. Yeah, but I mean, I don't think I don't know. I mean. <laughs> I, I I don't care. Fuck Ryan Reynolds is that movie. I'm gonna go nuts, man. Because <laughs> he's a perfect Green Lantern. Like he's he's awesome for Green Lantern. I don't, I don't know if Idris Alba's in there too. Like there's so many. Like they could do so much with this movie. And, and you know what? The movie if this does fail, where they should create the universe is they should create the Batman universe with the Joker and uh, and, and the new Batman movie. You should have Joaquin Phoenix in the new Batman movie just as. Like uh, just on like a TV in the background type idea where it it shows him it flashes him saying oh this was twenty years ago today and that can set up future future universes for the Batman. They could do huge things with Green Lantern, man. Like they got Hell Jordan. They got uh, what's his name, John Stewart, the African American Green Lantern. They got another guy. I forget what his name is. They got a girl that's a Green Lantern. Like. You could spin it so many ways. You got uh, what's the bad guy's name? The guy that's good and he turns bad. Uh, I'm looking, I'm looking, Sinestro. I'm looking Sinestro. Yeah, Sinestro. Like, there's a huge ass universe there with like the way movies are made with CGI. You could make it a like great standalone, also team up within the Green Lantern universe. Like, it's it's so cool. Like, what the Green Lantern can do, just make anything that he thinks with the ring right like it's awesome and you could do like there's so many cool things you could do with it i don't know how they butchered that first one so much especially with ryan reynolds on board who's a solid dude not bad at anything but yeah man like they could batman obviously yeah that's that's the bread and butter but you could do great things with green lantern i mean it might be on the horizon that dc can move away with great films on lesser known characters and this will solely fall on the 
are on the huge biceps, shoulders, trapezoids, big ass head of the rock. The rock is black. Yeah. Adam yeah, has the potential to say, just forget about the, the comic book heroes that, you know, and we've oversaturated with the market for so long. Zach Levy does a phenomenal job as Shazam really loved him. That's my guy from Chuck big, big fan of his. But if you go the route of like anti-hero of black Adam and you give him a standalone movie, similar to Sinestro, if you want to go down that road and you build up something else from green lantern, instead of like a Hal Jordan, um, you have the potential to do something amazing because the rock doesn't miss on a lot of things. You know, he helped to revitalize the whole fast and furious movies. He's now the owner of the XFL. Who's coming out with a partnership with the CFL to see how they can make that work. If you fail at justice league, if it doesn't work out, you regroup with some lesser knowns and then you build into going back that road with the newer characters of like Huckwin Phoenix as Joker or uh, Robert Pattinson's Robert Pattinson as Batman and you maybe have the Batman go against the Justice League the same way he has all of the different you know, yeah, things to counteract sure. him. And then you can make a really cool movie where you don't have to be a, like a blockbuster $5 billion budget yeah, to make but, it work. I, but that's just the, that's the Justice League or the, the Avengers model, that's, right? That's exactly what you do. You start with these random-ass characters. Iron Man was nobody. Until yep. until uh, Robert Downey Jr. put on the suit, he was nobody. He was he was a he was a terrible Avenger. No one liked him. And then all of a sudden, he's like the biggest superhero in the world of all time. And yes, if they, I am more excited for the Batman movie that comes out in like eighteen years. It feels like right now than anything in this world because it looks like they finally made like a chaps Batman where it's like completely dark. It's probably going to be R rated. There's going to be murderers. There's going to be the Riddler. I'm pretty sure Hush is going to be in it. Ooh, I'm pr- and, I it's think, de- I- and it's detective Batman too. It's not like Batman with all the cool gadgets. It's you're seeing Batman's greatest weapon, and that is his mind. And he beats the Can't shit out that. of people too. I mean that that yeah. that trailer was fairly violent when he just beat the hell out of all the Penguin guys there because that's who they are. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay, Robert Pattinson knows how to punch, not just bite. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, Matt Reeves too is a solid director. So uh, I'm excited for that. But yes, Julian, the big O. Shazam is one of my favorite oh, yeah. superheroes. And Black Adam is also badass. He's just like bad Shazam, like reverse flash kind of thing. So, and the rock playing, I think is perfect just because he, I, I'm fairly certain from the comics, he is like a darker skin tone guy, you know, fits the build of being already super friggin' jacked. And I love the rock. He's awesome and everything. I've loved him since I was like 12. In, or 10 he's in the wwe or wwf at the time but yeah it's uh black adam is one of the ones i'm most excited for as well it seems like it's not coming out for a little while like they just started filming away. oh did they he just did they? yeah he so he's now on set for black adam yeah so they've they've had a they've had a bunch of different delays but like on instagram he just had posted maybe like a week or two weeks ago that like they've finally started production on black adam um, and so it's it's gonna be it's gonna be he's dope, man. huge. Love, love the rock, huge yeah. for the movie. Yeah. Like I, uh, he's ginormous. He's doing steroids. Um, <laughs> hold on, be- before before we move on, I gotta I gotta say this. We're gonna do an over under bet. The amount of times Black Adam spits in the movie because that is like one of the rocks favorite things to do in he any of spitting. his roles. He loves spitting. I'm gonna set it at like one and a half. I think they find a way to just get him to like, whether it's spitting blood or just because he's got too much saliva in from going toe to toe with Zach Levy. One and a half spit takes from from The Rock is Black Adam. 
Well, for one, I don't think Zach Levy's actually in the movie. Uh, I that's what I he'll heard, anyways. A, he'll be in a piece of it, but okay. I, I didn't think it was like a showdown kind of film. Uh, I'll take the under. I'm going over, and I'm also going to throw. I'm going to say there's at least four rock bottoms because he loves to do. <laughs> oh, in all his movies, he does a wrestling move somehow. Like in every single one. Like I remember when the Rundown first came out, he oh. just like rock bottom people. Like I'm like, I'm like <laughs> that man, was like the first scene. Yeah, that was yeah. like was that Sean William Scott? Yeah, Sean William Scott. And oh, then he, when he did the uh, the one where he's the sheriff there, I can't remember the name of it. Is oh, off the top of my yes. head. Uh, he rock rock bombs a guy through a roulette table in that one. He's always rock bottoming people. So, what, I, what's your favorite role that he's been in? Oh man, mine's gonna be like the most underrated role of all time for The Rock. I I don't know. I, and I like him in Jumanji. I really, but in the second Jumanji where he's uh, he is the uh, it was the old guy. I think he's the old guy in the second is it one. Danny Glover. Yeah, it was Danny Glover. I think like, yeah. that's like he did a good good job. That I think that's probably I got to think about, but that'd probably be my favorite one. What about you, Dina? Favorite rock film? Who? I I've seen all of them. Uh, maybe Gridiron Gang. Ooh, that's a good one. That's a good one. I, I liked him in Be Cool. No, oh, that is a good uh, one. Sequel to yeah. Shorty, like that one for me. He plays like the the gay bodyguard guy. Hilarious. I mean that that to me shows his chops because he's not like a an athletic big dude who's messing people up in that role. And so I think that's that's the beginning of him showing that he's got a little bit of of range. But it seems like John Cena's coming for the the crown of WWE crossover uh, actor. Oh, he is. But the, actually, I'm gonna re- rescind my mine. I loved him in Central Intelligence. Oh. oh, he was so funny in that movie. That movie's so good. And it's not a movie, but I love Ballers. I thought Ballers was hilarious. And uh, it's so over the top, but it's probably what those guys' lives are like in the NFL. But yeah, Central Intelligence, if you haven't seen that, him and Kevin Hart are absolutely hilarious in that movie. I changed my vote as well. Moana. <laughs> Oh, boy. oh okay. <laughs> I saw. Mo- I, I am a single. I don't, man. I don't. I don't. No kids. Nothing like that. I don't watch these movies, but I watched Moana, and Moana was awesome. So Wait until you yeah. have kids, it sucks. After you have kids, because all you do, all your kids do, is just sing nonstop those stupid okay. songs. And- yeah, but he can sing too. Like, what can't this guy do? All right, guys, we're gonna close out the episode here. Make sure you follow us on social media at No Instructions Needed Podcast on Instagram, at No Ins Knee Podcast on Twitter, and Facebook.com backslash No Instructions Needed on Facebook. Uh, you guys have anything you want to say here before we get out? Uh, one thing, Big O, share me your picks for betting. Share <laughs> the love. Chaps and I are hemorrhaging money. We need some W's. We need to go on a heater. Love you. Proud of you. Happy for you. But uh, I want money too. We'll uh, we'll make sure that we schedule a, an appointment with the uh, the betting guru. We'll do like a betting corner in one of our future podcasts. But let, let me tell you, you know, Chaps is the one who got me on it. Uh, e Sports Gaming betting on that, fantastic. Just find a good site that allows you to get in. I like Bet Three Six Five. 
I think there's sports interaction, a bunch of other fun things out there, but uh, just make sure that when we're, when we're doing things, we bet responsibly people. We don't want to start any bad habits because it can quickly get out of, get out of hand. But the last thing I want to say, and I'm putting this challenge out, the, my man Omar from the wire once said, if you come for the King, you best not miss. So next week, want to come on the no instructions needed podcast i think you got a shot at winning a hundred dollars guess again it ain't happening this money's gaining interest in my pocket chaps pocket and diener we ain't ever giving away this money no nah (laughs) all right thanks for listening see you guys next time yeah we got it open 2 a.m working like we possessed out Scenario is utopia, stay content with that With our best kept secret, go ahead and floor past it We don't need to get fucked up all the time and broadcast it So much overload, they overdid it Overshared about it though, we're now exposed to cynic Oversaturated, now we're all overdosing Shaking my head side to side like a motorboating Now I'm coasting and I'm ventilating Speculating all this posing, faking backstories They disseminated Trying to tell us that they got their city locked down But come the AM, well, they're getting locked out We make our moves on the low Let the rhythm hit them rock him Eric B, razor sharp can listen to that criticism about our hometown But if you ain't from here, you're done, no, don't come around It's a mayday siren, illuminate the sky We shining out the light, silver lining in disguise It's a mayday siren, standing through the night We resonate forever, yo, whenever we combine It's a mayday siren, illuminate the sky We shining out the light, silver lining in disguise It's a mayday siren, standing through the night We resonate forever, yo, whenever we combine This is anti-tourism, expanding my pure vision We stand and we fan flames that came into fruition Using the true wisdom we imbibe from our environment Every idea we inscribe become Leviathan We thrive under pressure from the weight that you place on our shoulders Cliches just make us bolder We break in the mold, embracing the cold From the snow-capped mountains we can trace With our fingertips roll air clean No chem detected, choke on those vapors Constantly subjected to Become familiar with that box that you left us in Even come to love or feel the bond Like us next to kin We resting in sleeping You wrestling weakened Weak out, stress seeking You out, left tweaking Speak out, know you hate That we fucking got it made But it's too late for our pity Paid the cost for your charade So this our mayday siren Illuminate the sky We shining out the light Silver lining in disguise It's our mayday siren Standing through the night We resonate forever Yo, whenever we combine Siren, illuminate the sky We shining out the light, silver lining in disguise It's our mayday siren, down to the night We resonate forever, yo, whenever we combine